Okay, so when you left your house today, off to work or to meet with someone, was it the real you leaving the house or were you wearing the mask of someone else? Are you authentic or just pretending? Because this matters if you want to manifest your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Journal is available on the website. It's not a diary. It's a journal. It's a manifesting journal. Try it for 100 days and transform the rest of your life. And then also while there, peruse the Purpose Workbook. Check it out because it'll help you to locate your one-of-a-kind purpose for living. Also, check out the upcoming event locations at uh, a venue near you. All right there at kineticbelief.com. Good afternoon, Miss Megan. Good afternoon. Usually it's good morning, Miss Megan. Yeah, we're a little late today. Just a little bit. I kind of like it, though. It's kind of nice. Well, how do you... Uh, catfish manifesting, what do you think about that? I think I, think I don't quite <laughs> know what you're going to talk about yet. So, Well, that just reminds me, like, fish. You can't eat fish anymore, can you? I know, which is incredibly sad because I love all kinds of fish. So, yeah, I, I became allergic, very, very allergic, like go to the hospital that allergic. That seems to be pretty common, right? I've heard I've heard of that happening, mm. yeah. So, Do but, you think it's the, really, the, the fish I don't that's know. causing or something in it? I don't know. I mean, it does mm. have levels of mercury. Maybe I'm sensitive. Who knows? But either way, it's... <laughs> Maybe you're allergic to mercury. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you ever eat fish for breakfast? For breakfast, yeah, yes. a lot of people like your fish oh, for yeah. breakfast. Oh yeah, oh, a good bagel with some smoked salmon mm. and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I would eat that. What about every just morning. fried fish? Just no. a, I don't know what. No, no. no trout. Way. No trout. <laughs> sea <laughs> no. trout. The only fish I ever had for breakfast would have been salmon, like smoked salmon. Mm. You like to fish? Mm. Y- yes. Because, you know, we both say we like to, but we've never been fishing together. Well, if it kind of just, if you just sort of happen upon it, then yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, per, I don't pursue yeah, it. I used to like to fish a lot and it's it's just too fishy. <laughs> and, I, and actually I got to where I didn't like to eat fish anymore. You know what it was? I really loved as a adolescent, you know, kind of a kid, but probably just more of like a young teenager. I loved going out to the lake or to a local pond and fishing it was just fun it was just a fun pastime i'm not big into it though i mean mm. i don't go fishing anymore my favorite now we should have done this my favorite first of all i guess my favorite fish is halibut yeah and we had a chance to go fishing for halibut while we were in homer alaska yeah. do you remember the girl we met i, I don't do. remember where we met her we met her in san diego wasn't it yeah in san diego and she was the barista at our local coffee yeah. shop. We we know so we know baristas all over the world, don't we? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, she invited us to go uh, halibut fishing with. Yes, I think it was she and her mother. It was and, her family. And, uh, they they would go halibut fishing. Homer and yeah. catch catch them at bay, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, up there where they do the great the uh, the deadliest catch. Right. That's yeah. On the History Channel. Yeah, I, I don't. I was a little worried about going and getting seasick. You know, oh, I sound like such a loser. Mm, I'm is, allergic to fish, and I get. <laughs> <laughs> There's some choppy water. Well, she actually said that they go out in this small outboard motor boat and they go out and they, they fish for halibut. But those things, they can grow up to be up to eight feet long and weigh 500 pounds. Oh, that's what I thought. What are you going to do? How do you do that? Are I you, don't are you any, just like towing I, it in? I want to try though. That sounds like a, <laughs> that sounds like a blast actually to yeah, me. You're going to oh go kayak halibut fishing. Mm. That doesn't sound possible. Well, let's jump right in. Today, we're talking about catfish manifestors and looking out at the ocean just a few minutes ago. I saw a dolphin actually come all the way up out of the water, not not just the top of it like we usually yeah. see. But um, just out there playing. I mean, you could see just about all of it and beautiful. Isn't that fun? It is fun. Successful <laughs> human beings, here's the spinoff, okay. are, are just like the dolphin when it comes to identity. Okay. The dolphin wasn't trying to be a shark. It's a dolphin, <laughs> and it's just a dolphin. 
What is a catfish? Maybe we should answer that right here at the beginning. Absolutely. Are you, a catfish? What? I was going to say, are you, you've been talking about fishing, so I'm wondering, like, is he talking about, like, an actual catfish oh, now? Or the social... No, 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 no. Or the social slang term of being catfish? See, I want to get you going in one direction just to turn you back to the other. Yep, I'm seeing that. What is a catfish? <laughs> catfish is someone who pretends to be someone else, and usually it's online. Yes. You know, on okay. the internet. Okay, yep. that's a, you're catfishing. Mm-hmm. It's somebody that assumes a fake identity and then they try to make other people believe that they are exactly who they say they are right a lot of that right a lot of yeah yeah. (laughs) that is the internet (laughs) actually (laughs) sad to say yeah here's the thing and this is really a big deal and um and the thing is about online catfishers is well people kind of get all bent out of shape because of the false identity of of those catfishers because it's so flagrant and people feel abused by the fraudulent identity of, of so many people. Yeah. You know, you're developing this relationship and uh, you think it's some, you know, cute little 20-year-old and you find out it's this old whatever. Usually they're not even the same gender. And it's not the same gender, right? And you're just completely <laughs> confused and yeah. and whatever. Well, the, the, the su- successful kinetic believers... Those who are manifesting and attracting wealth and good health, love, joy, and happiness, all those things, they understand that, you know what, any measure of an inauthentic identity, any measure, to any degree, when you're not being true to yourself, this is to approach life from being double-minded. In other words, if you're double-minded, you're portraying yourself in a fabricated way. And that's not true to your unique genius. Then you're not going to manifest a life that's been constructed around your greatest potential. Have you ever been catfished? I've never been fishing online. <laughs> so I've like, never been catfished. I feel like I've been catfished. No, I don't think so. Like the old school way where you meet someone and they seem so sweet and nice and normal. And then they, you know, a month later they pull off the mask and they're actually totally insane. Oh, in real life. Yeah. It has it, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's like old school catfishing before the internet. Sure, but successful kinetic believers are those who are manifesting, attracting wealth, good health, love, joy, happiness, all those things. Because they understand that any measure of inauthentic identity, when you're not being true to yourself, that is to approach life from being double-minded. In other words, if you're double-minded, you're portraying yourself in a fabricated way, in a way that's not true to your unique genius. And when you do that, you will not manifest a life that's been constructed around your greatest potential. You adventure your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion by locating your genius, your unique genius within. You locate the essence of you, the thing that makes you different than anybody else, your purpose for living. And then you portray that. You, you put that out there for everybody to see, including yourself, and you do it in an authentic way toward your unique aspirations. Otherwise, you're just catfishing yourself. You know, as you're describing that idea of, of catfishing yourself, it feels like one of those things where it's a, a scenario like it's a house of cards. And so if, you, if you're building this life that isn't true to you and that's not authentic, that, you know, failure seems inevitable. Oh, yeah, right? Like you're just yeah. guaranteed. Like yep. it's not sustainable. At least authenticity you can sustain for the rest of your life. True. Well, what are you sustaining? Right. What are you building? What are you the building facade. upon? And yeah. that's going to change. If it's not true, if it's not real, if it's not authentic, then it'll be here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah, I love that idea that authenticity is, it has substance and it will carry you through. Successful kinetic believers attract and manifest whatever it is that they desire on purpose. And when what what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony with each other. It's when what you think and what you say and what you do are all in harmony. For example, if you continually pretend um, in the things that you're saying, you're just pretending. Mm-hmm. You're just kidding. You're fooling around. You, you've assumed the role of something, somebody. And you talk about things that you're not, you're catfishing yourself. And you're going to manifest a, a trash pile around you. Most often, catfishers, they keep living the same life over and over and over again and again because they don't believe what they think. They certainly don't believe what they say. And what they do never really changes. And you're just betraying yourself to the universe in a way that is not harmonious 
to your original purpose. Seems like that's a really powerful idea. What you're saying, being in harmony with with your actions, because um, I know with me, with me, I, there are many many times that I've been saying something about myself, and and as soon as I hear it come out of my mouth, I think, well, gosh, that sounds like I'm trying to talk talk myself into something. <laughs> Rationalizing, <laughs> right? Talking yourself into you know, something that's really good. Like what I'm yeah. saying is is not what I'm doing. I'm just hoping it will become something I do. <laughs> You know. Yeah, that's and that's a great point because if you're catfishing yourself, it doesn't require anybody else. You can be inauthentic to yourself <laughs> if you're if you're the only person that's, on the planet. You're a, out in the middle of the desert. You know, be at least be honest with you, right? Right. You know, you pull off the mask like who's been who's been ruining my life. You pull off the mask. Oh, it's, it's Tom me. Cruise. It's me. <laughs> oh, look, imagine that. The double-mindedness of catfishers, their outward expression disrupts their inner peace with the annoyance and with the frustration of all their embellishments. Mm. Why is this important? It's because catfished manifestations are dangerous. Catfished manifestations, they envelop the catfishers and then they move them away from their purpose for living. When what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony, then you've located your inner peace and you have found the sanctuary of your convictions. You know, it just seems like authenticity as you're describing this catfishing idea and this harmony that we that we're pursuing within ourselves. It seems like authenticity is just incredibly powerful and it's going to kind of give way to all these really beautiful things in life. It's going to have some really nice byproducts. Um, and it's it's not the I don't want to say it's hard, but it's not the easiest thing to step into in every area. Well, that's correct, because the the difficulty comes when you don't know what to be authentic to. Most yes. people don't know who they are. Right. Most people get their identity from sounding ideas and thoughts off of the influencers around them. You've got to get away from all the noise of influencers, both positive and negative. Anybody that's trying to shape and form you into a certain thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to find a coach to train your skills. It's a whole nother one to find somebody to tell you what your genius is. Only you know what that is. But you've got to get away from all of that. Meditate and look within in order to discover who you are to become authentic too. You enter into and remain in the center of your articles of faith and portray yourself to the world as such. But you've got to get into the sanctuary of your convictions in order to be able to do that. What role does your actual, um, for lack of a better word, career play in this? You know, the thing that is actually, because the way that we all earn a living is typically the majority of our time, our life, our thoughts. Um, And that's even where a lot of our our friendships and relationships come from. Um, Do you sort of focus on career when you think of purpose and authenticity? Or do you just see it as like a, a whole look at your life? Your career is to be one arm or one bridge to your center purpose for living. The reflection of your original identity becomes your lens for a career, your lens for hobby, your lens for whatever it is that you're putting your hands to at any given particular moment. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, you realize that you are a creative creator and you're here to create and not to compete. So if you've got a career and you're working for ABC Company, You're taking the reflection of your original identity, those articles of faith, from the uh, center of, of your convictions. And what you're doing is you're moving that into your career. That's your lens for your career. That's the way that you're seeing how you're going to perform creatively in a career. Your health is transformed and made perfect. Your wealth is attracted. Opportunity abounds. Promotion comes. Friends come. Your your life becomes this oasis of accomplishment and and success. And it's only for those that are brave enough to be fearlessly expressing themselves in that authenticity. So it sounds like you're telling us to really find more than, you know, being defined by your your occupation or relationship to really find the essence of who you are. Um, I'm just trying to get a better understanding of what it really means to be authentic and to have authenticity when it comes to your thoughts and your words and your actions because, you know, we're so easily defined by these things, but then it's it, sometimes it's it, it can be a little confusing. 
Well, it's confusing until you take the time to dig down to the moment that you arrived here in the land of the living, because that is the point before you've been negatively influenced in different directions for living. Mm. You become authentic to the original purpose for you being here, which came in baggage in tow with you when you arrived. And it's the only thing you're going to take with you when you leave. True. And so our, our uh, um, challenge all of us, every single creative creator, the challenge of all of us is to continually uh, remain authentic to our original purpose for being here every single day. You're going to be challenged day in and day out to turn away from the reason that you're here. The way of the kinetic believer is to remain con- constantly diligent while incubating your identity from negative influencers. I think it's really fascinating that as we're as we're talking about identity and authenticity, it's really taking us away from labels and like occupations or relationships or um, even your emotional state. It's taking us away from that and it's focusing more on who you are in any situation, in any occupation, in any place, in any relationship. Um, just that essence of who you really are. Exactly. Those who seek answers and direction from without are in danger of missing the truth within. Mm. If your genius is to be a photographer, then it's not to emulate some photographer that you've admired. It's not to try to to put their mask on to become everything that they are. It's to celebrate and uh, be a reflection of your genius as a photographer. Now, you learn from others the skills and techniques, but you don't take your genius and and uh, allow that to become something other than what it originally was meant to be. How do you start this process of determining your true, authentic self? I mean, because I think when we a lot of us look around, you start to realize, oh, wow, like, you know, I'm really I'm imitating somebody else in all these different areas. Where do I even begin in digging deep and and finding and getting to know myself that way? The only thing that makes it difficult to locate your original purpose is from outside influence. You've got to, I've got a, a, a purpose workbook on our website that will reduce your life down to two words. And, and uh, then I help you to branch out and build those two words out into a life of purpose. Even the slightest error of considering the misinformation of influencers. I'm telling you, it will cause the creative creator to observe and believe what they are not. And so that's the challenge that you're, you're asking about. And as long as you're counseling with others about who you are and what you should be doing, you're never going to find the original source of your purpose for being here. It's your genius. It's the thing that makes you different. It's not what makes you alike. And that's what we're all told to do is to find your occupation, look around and, and find a career that looks like you and then go after it. And then you're emulating and imitating other people. And most people live their entire life out without ever coming in contact with what makes them different rather than alike. And it's only when you recognize your different genius that you can express yourself in a unique and purposeful way that's going to advance your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. I've heard people say before that that they believe that there are just a few different types of people and that everybody sort of fits into these uh, archetypes of, of personality and this type of person. Do you believe that or do you believe that you know, we really are just, there really are as many individuals as there are people. There are certainly like-minded factions all over the world. And that's a great thing. And you can find commonality in that for the purpose of, of entertainment, but not to emulate and to imitate your genius. Mm -hmm. The change in, in course of destiny from your original fate, the purpose God created you for, when one embraces and portrays themselves in a fashion of imitation, in a way of competition, you will attract confusion into your life. And confusion, which is rooted in condemnation, it it will manifest. It will envelop you. And it will purpose your entire life. This is to the one who is... uh, This happens to those that are catfishing themselves through life. (laughs) This is what you can expect. Set the catfish free. Get rid of your whiskers by unbecoming all that you were never meant to be. Meditate on your center. And locate your purpose and then reconstruct your life 
by journaling from the highest viewpoint of yourself. Look, a journal is not a diary, everybody. It's not, it's not for your memoirs. It's, for com- it's not for complaining. It's not for sulking. Your journal is your blueprint for whatever it is that you desire to be. Something really interesting too about about catfishing is, you know, it's a it is a funny word, but in reality, it can be incredibly self manipulating, and you can it's it's incredibly easy to be in denial about yourself. I mean, it's so easy to spin some sort of narrative that that fits with what you want to believe about yourself. So anytime I've actually worked through the journal a few times. And I have to say that every time I've done it, even if I think that I've accomplished all of it and that I've achieved that level of authenticity, I'm always discovering new areas that, uh, you know, okay, I was copying someone mm-hmm. in, in in this area or I could be more authentic here. I mean, it's it's just amazing how how much we can grow in this area. Absolutely. And and being honest with other people, it begins by being honest with yourself. You cannot catfish another person unless you're catfishing yourself. (laughs) Honesty begins with you. Unconditional love begins with you. If you're going to unconditionally love those around you, you have to be an unconditional love toward yourself. When I was 16 years old, I auditioned for uh, the Tin Man in a theatrical production of The Wizard of Oz. And for the audition, I had to do some, um, some dance steps and I had to say some lines. And I got the part, which was, I got to say, it was really cool. A lot of fun. But we went into to rehearsals and uh, worked out the staging and all of my lines and the dance moves and everything was great. Everything's going along great. And then the day of the performance, they called me in for makeup. By the time they were finished with makeup for the Tin Man, for the Wizard of Oz, I I look like a a moonshine steel with a funnel on my head. (laughs) That's the Tin Man. That's it. I was no longer me to the outside world. I was the Tin Man. I was a big catfish of a Tin Man. (laughs) Be the best version of yourself in life. Dress yourself up and feel good about you. Do all those things. But you've got to remain true and authentic to the original genius within. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just picturing you with <laughs> a totally that. silver face. and <laughs> oh, was, uh, I love it. Was it fun? That seems oh, like it, it would blast. be a really fun it production. So, it was so much fun. Oh, my word. So much fun. Absolutely it was. Socrates said to find yourself and think for yourself. Mm. To find yourself, think for yourself. If you're not thinking for yourself, you'll not find yourself. You sure won't. And And... I have to say, it is amazing how many times a day someone is trying to tell you how to think. I mean, we are all bombarded with that on every level. And to to achieve that level of self-awareness is quite the, the mountain to, to summit. You have to have a blueprint. Yes, true. You carry it with you. Your your journal it should never leave your side. Mm. You keep it in the car, keep it in your, That's your true. bag. That's true. It keep anchors it, you. Keep it with you. That is that is your, your articles of faith. That is your your conviction. And you don't allow anybody to turn you away from your cur- your course for journeying uh, and journaling through this life. Mm. I like that. You're on an adventure. You're going somewhere. And why would you want to throw away your your logbook? Right. With the compass and the directives for your life. You don't do that. You cannot be successful as a kinetic believer, attracting to manifest your best life without a journal, because you'll end up catfishing yourself right along the way, and you'll live this round robin of an existence, continually living the same life, uh, going through the same problems, the same tests, the same trials, the same issues. You'll find yourself having the same old conversation year after year after year, complaining about the same stuff all through life, having the same conversations around the dinner table, the same arguments uh, with your with your life partner that you've been having for 50 years now, and there's not a solution to it. Why? Because you're catfishing yourself. And as long as you're changing your ideas about yourself, you'll continue to go round and around the mulberry bush. How do you protect against that? Is that is that something that you do every single day? Or is that just something you've gotten so automatically good at that as you go throughout the day, you're aware of if your opinions are your own or if you're being sort of led around by others? Well, it's been a journey of that. And, and to be honest with you, of course, I, I'm so much better at that now than I used to be. And sure. it comes with practice mm, right? Um, because you become stubborn in your, your tenacity to move forward. Right. It, the, in fact, the world's 
most disciplined, creative creators, scientists, adventurers, authors, all of them have known the importance of harmonizing theory thinking with their, their words and what they do. They understand how visualization manifests. You have to understand how this works. Once you get a hold of this and you get excited about it and you realize hey, this really works. I am living my best life. I am healthy. I do have a sound mind. I'm on an adventure here in my life. I look around and it's not like anybody else's. That's pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill, Norman Vincent Peale, Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, Ernest Holmes, all of them, even the philosophers of ancient Greece, they understood training the consciousness in order to manifest their greatest potential. The successful creative creators all understand that imagination is the most powerful faculty of the mind. Your desires, your thoughts, when you hold them in kinetic belief, Einstein devoted most of his time to conceiving these intricate mathematical formulas. How did he get his ideas? Well, he said that he understood the genius of his artistry within himself, and then he freely used his imagination. Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. Yes, it is. He said knowledge is limited. And he said imagination encircles the world. Your imagination, when authentic to your purposeful genius, encircles the world. Advance your life perfected by encircling the world with your purposeful responsibilities and possibilities. Wow, I feel like you just gave us the sort of the secret to all success in all areas of life, which is training our consciousness, that that inner dialogue with ourself, retraining our consciousness is going to be the absolute key here. And that everything flows from that. Everything flows from the mind. Everything flows from thoughts. Everything that is physical and manifests in action. And, you know, again, just I, and I like that you said train because this is not some diet pill for your spirit it's your training you're you're going into a season like you said of training and and you do get better at it oh you get better at being you and that's what's so cool about this is there this is not a respecter of just the greatest or of certain people every single person is a co-equal creator on this planet with the ability to do what we're talking about every single person it's not just for a few but it's it's anybody can do this that's what's so cool about it leonardo da vinci He spent countless hours visualizing his inventions before they came to life. Mm -hmm. Visualizing, looking within. He referred to his visualization process as sapere vedere, which translates to knowing how to see. George Bernard Shaw said, imagination is the beginning of creation. You imagine what you desire, then you will what you imagine, and then you create what you will. That's kinetic belief. The successful kinetic believers, they understand that it requires time and patience and diligence in order to remain present in their convictions. The world's renowned creators and thinkers, all of them apply the laser-like focus of kinetic belief to envisioning ideas until they manifest them to life. Here's the thing. You know, we, we say the renowned creators and thinkers, and the only thing that makes them renowned is that they, they do, they're doing these things that we're talking about. They don't do these things that we're talking about because they're renowned creators and thinkers. No, they're just doing these things, and that makes them renowned. It makes them stand out in a crowd because they're living their best life. They're advancing their mind, body, and soul. Everybody's got a mind, body, and soul. If you advance it, then you become renowned and you become this amazing thing for all others to see. And you become peculiar and people want to know what it is that makes you different. How are you living this? Oh, you must be some kind of a freak of a genius. No, you're not. You're just a a freak of uh, advancing your mind, body, and soul. (laughs) That's that's it. And it's, it's really nothing more than you just determined to stop catfishing yourself. Get on the train of destiny and travel in authentic style, if you will. Visualize desire, meditate with gratitude, seeing your desires as having already come to pass. Focus on what you want to experience by setting aside time every single day and visualize it. No more catfishing. No one's impressed anyway. They just hope you're impressed by their own catfishes, tin men. What? 
and begin right now and do it today. Harnessing the power of your your conscious and subconscious mind by harmonizing them one with the other. And do it so that you can create this powerful future that begins right now and one that's actually worth living. I think the favorite, my, one of my favorite things that you've said today is that when you work this process of kinetic belief and you start implementing this into your life that, quote, you're going to be better at being you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. spot on. And isn't that what we're all wanting and what we all wish that we were brave enough to do and to achieve is to become better at being you. And you're right. You do become better at it and you, you get to know yourself and then that becomes action and that inner dialogue. But, you know, you start loving yourself, unconditionally loving yourself. And what a beautiful process to work through to become really um, just a virtuoso at, at being yourself. Doesn't that take the pressure off? Isn't that a mar- Marvelous, wonderful, amazing thing. No longer. Now we now know that you don't have to be like Mike. Be (laughs) like you. Be be the best you you can be. Yeah. And then you'll be successful. Then you'll be wealthy and healthy, happy and joyous and have great friends. Then then you'll live the most amazing life by being the most amazing you. And you're going to be looking out like you always tell us at people. And instead of looking for things that that make you similar to them, you're going to be looking for the differences and celebrating those and celebrating that variety that spices up life. I just, I really love that. One other thing that you said is that this mindset isn't the product of being a renowned person, but you become renowned and you become a genius and you become uber successful at everything you're doing in life because of the mindset. So it's like the chicken before the egg sort of scenario, which comes first, the mindset or the man. And I really love that, that, you know, people who you look up to, billionaires, uh, you know, spiritual, spiritual uh, giants, whoever that may be, um, that they are who they are because of a mindset and not the other way around. And I think that's incredibly empowering to, to see that because it means it's an option for us. Right. And I actually like to say it this way. Yes, you're becoming this, but you're actually becoming it by revealing what you already are. You're not becoming a genius. Guess what? You are one. You're just revealing the genius within. So you're not aspiring to become something that you're not already. You're just allowing yourself to be what you already are. So how do we do this in everyday scenarios? Because I have found that in my own life, I'm most challenged to be authentic in scenarios that are, are really habitually based. So if you're going to a place that you're there, maybe you, you've gone there every day for the past five years, and it's almost like if you've been inauthentic, that inauthenticity is, is activated or something in these situations. So do we need to start fresh? Do we need to move to a new city? What do we do to actually activate this? All the time, every day. Well, you've been spending most time, most of your time with the ideas and thoughts of other people that have been forming your ideas of who you are. You're trying to, people like that, you're masking yourself. And you're showing up to get your identity from the people around you. The way, the only way, this is the single way of doing this, and it is retreating to your within, to locate your genius. And then you journal that. You begin writing it out and expressing it. You create your your highest viewpoint for the thought forms that you're now journaling about who you are, recognizing yourself. And then those thought forms, are the, that becomes the, your desires and your belief, the thing that you're now adhering to and relying on to advance your mind, body, and soul toward. And then anything, as you're going through the daily uh, meetings and meetups and the people in your life that you're, con- you're congregating or allowing to congregate around you that have access to you, now all of a sudden you've got a blueprint for yourself. A blueprint for living your life, a blueprint for going through your day so that you can start casting down these negative imaginations and all these higher viewpoints that people are bombarding you with, trying to get you to hold on to, to refashion yourself uh, uh, in the likeness of. But you can't do that if you don't have your blueprint out in the car or in your handbag or having spent some time with it in the morning with a cup of coffee. And at the end of the day, uh, as you lie down to go to sleep at night and you're imagining your, your best life, what's happening? The law of attraction begins moving the source of those beliefs, the, the, the uh, light kind of matter will, that's going to rearrange the circumstances of your life, that's going to make your phone ring, that's going to bring people into your life and push people out of your life that starts transforming everything because your belief is a creative power that will transform your life and anybody that should dare to stand around and watch. 
it'll transform theirs as well if they get in the way. You just mentioned casting down negative imaginations. How do you do that every single day in just in your day-to-day life? Okay, you have a negative imagination. How do you go about casting that down? By adhering to my blueprint. And if it's not in agreement with my original purpose, then I've got no, I don't uh, give it any, any uh, more thought than, than it just, it just passes by. It's like a bird flying over, you know, uh, birds fly over all the time, but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair. And so I just, if it's not in agreement, if I'm not in agreement with it and it's not with me, then I don't consider it. I don't observe it. To observe it is to imagine it and to imagine it and harbor that and to consider it and to continue to think upon it. I'm actually building a belief, even if I don't want to see it come to pass in my life. It, by, by spending time with that negative thing, that I am creating the substance of a belief that will attract that to form in my life. And I'll continue living a negative life, the, the same one that I've been living perhaps in certain areas, and I keep just going around and round and round. It seems like that would be, if you have a thought form that's negative, it seems like that would also be such a great opportunity to replace it with your new positive thought form, like from your blueprint that you've been talking about? Well, replace it is the best way to understand that is I believe you're casting it down. You can't, you can't turn one thing into something that it's not. If it's negative, you don't want to allow it to attach itself to you in any way, shape or form. You replace it with the positive. Always replace, you're, you're constructing your life according to your blueprint by advancing yourself according to the designs that you are purposing to believe for. You're not just randomly believing things anymore. You're not allowing other people to construct your life by giving you the thoughts and ideas. No, you're looking within to construct your life without. And certainly another powerful way to cast down negative thoughts and imaginations is to speak out loud and have affirmations and to speak your highest viewpoints. Go to your blueprint for living and start saying out loud some of the things you've been writing down. You cannot say one thing while thinking another. You've talked to us before also about um, positive, incorporating positive disruptions into your life. Um, is that going to be a part of, of creating this new authentic way of living? Do we need to pursue... I don't know, geez, you know, new hobbies or new relationships. Is that going to be required to, to incorporate something fresh and new into our lives or how is that going to work? Yeah, everything starts falling to the, to the left and to the right when you are kinetically believing and advancing your life. Because part of, the, part of the process is not just creating a high viewpoint for your thought forms, but now you're kinetically believing to move toward the thing you're believing to see. So all of a sudden, your calendar each day begins filling up with things that are moving you toward advancing your mind, moving you toward the the better body, the healthier lifestyle, moving you toward the better job, moving you toward the friends that um, are, are going to celebrate you and edify and build you up and encourage and champion you. So your life takes on, yes, this aggressive action, moving you toward destination after destination that's in agreement with your original purpose. The successful creative creator always understands because they are adhering to their their blueprint for living that, you know what, their imagination is the most powerful faculty of the mind. And so they, they are then harboring and building on and constructing the ideas and their desires for their thoughts. They're checking their thoughts throughout the day and making sure they're not harboring negative thoughts and imaginations. And every time one, if, if you start to, for example, feel bad about something, there's an underlying reason for feeling bad. So you replace those feelings with good thoughts with good ideas, going back to your desires that are built up around your purposeful imaginations. What have you been journaling in the morning? How are you seeing your life as it should be according to your original genius? And then allow that to saturate your thoughts. And as you do that, then those negative feelings and emotions that you might not be able to uh, attach to something, they start to fall by the wayside. And especially if you become grateful for seeing your life as you imagine it to be. All of a sudden, you will start having these exuberant feelings and emotions to follow. A celebratory um, uh, uh, feeling will start to overwhelm you because you are choosing your imaginations and choosing your thoughts and ideas, even while you're just, maybe you just caught a bus or a subway and you're headed somewhere uh, 
ordinarily mundane. Well, all of a sudden now the journey for that becomes exciting because you feel like you're on your way and you, you're seeing yourself in this most amazing life that you're imagining to, to be in. What's happening? You're creating your life. And it's just a matter of hours, days, months, you're, a year from now. It's going to continually change and move you toward the destination that you uh, have faithfully been put here on the earth to, to be able to live out. What you just said really made me think about an email that we received recently from um, a single dad in Australia. And he, he it was a very short note, but he was just thanking you for your teaching and for the podcast. But what was most interesting is that he said it's teaching him to think about himself. And I thought that was really profound because how true is that? That we're always focused on what other people are thinking or doing or feeling. But this journal, that 100 day journal, it, it kickstarts the process of being sensitive to yourself, of being intrinsically just insightful about what you're feeling and thinking, who you want to become, who you are, who, what your original source purpose is. And um, it, it seemed so simple, but again, it just felt incredibly profound that somebody said, gosh, I'm just for the first time, I'm actually thinking about me. You know, most people are so compassionate and loving and caring and nurturing, and especially parents and you moms, your dads out there, yeah. you're just pouring your life into the life of a child and someone else. And the, the danger therein is that you get so caught up in the best interests of another human being that you forget your own. The problem with this is, is you don't have your best to give unless you are being your best self. And if you truly love that child, then you owe it to that child. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your community. You owe it to society for you to elevate yourself on purpose every day, building yourself up to become magnificently healthy and wealthy, to become the, the best person you were put on this earth to be so that you'll have more to give that child. I love that. Permission granted. <laughs> if anyone was looking for it, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, I just I just love that concept that, you know, to give of yourself. And, and isn't it ironic because you feel like you're doing something really great for this other person, but you're actually giving them less than you would if you made yourself a priority. So um, the irony of that is obvious and, and, and a very important point. Well, a competitive world, which we are sadly in, and it's incorrect, but a competitive world will say that you're selfish if you are affording yourself any alone time. You're mm -hmm. selfish if you're not giving everything you've got to someone else. All of that's incorrect. If all you're doing is giving, you've got less to give. If you want to be your best self, and if you really want to be able to provide someone else unconditionally um, the, 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 the essence of your genius, then you've got to build yourself up and go ahead and permit yourself to be what the world calls selfish in order to be the best version of yourself at the benefit of everyone else, including you. The, the ultimate science project of quantum physics, has a, it's a, there's a single explanation for every single powerful, successful life. And I'm telling you that the world's greatest achievers were not the world's greatest. They were just the world's, they were just doing what we're talking about, building themselves up and purposefully living out the genius that they've located within. And they're attracting the matter of their desires. And they've been doing this for thousands of years. And I'm telling you that you can do this too. It's not a respecter of persons. And it's very simple. You're not trying to become somebody else. You're just being you. Every fathomable great endeavor and every successful achievement, it, it all first began with someone who relied on a childlike belief. It doesn't take anything more than that. The secret of all of this is, is that you already have everything that you need in order to be successful. You were born with a belief system capable of disrupting and rebuilding your life. The universal God particle is creating mass out of what you believe right now. As you've been listening to Megan and, and myself in this podcast, what you're believing about, it's creating your life. Don't get out of bed in the morning unless you see yourself winning. Pack your feelings and just relocate to your destination formed by the desires of your heart and do it every day. Because on your exciting new journey, you're going to get to decide where it is that you want to go. Nobody's making you go anywhere. You get to make the decision solely you on your own. So, hey, enjoy your new life created from your best imaginations. Permission granted, like Megan said. The life that you were born to live, it is already yours if you believe it is. All of the world's greatest achievers 
They all expected extraordinary accomplishments from themselves. A childlike desire for peace and prosperity, it will lead you there. All of history's greatest avatars, they all knew that their thoughts produced all that mattered. And I am telling you today that the universe, you know what, it is on your side if you choose it. It, It's going to stride along with you in order to form whatever you imagine to receive, and it is all right there at your command. You get to master the universe around you. If you expect the thrill of success to overtake you in every area of your life, and you do this with confidence, and you do it in love with yourself, and you will attract those friends that you want to admire and respect you, that you in like kind will admire and respect. Expect your physical body to change as a projection of perfect health, and it simply will. Success becomes you. Health becomes you. Your perfect body becomes you. Look, this all that we've been talking about today, this is your, your backstage pass to sit among the greatest to see how this is done. And how this is done is available to you. The world's great authors and musicians, athletes, leaders, uh, the inventors, all those people with tremendous wealth, they knew how to attract what rightfully belongs to them. And I'm telling you that the universe is there to help you, for example, lose the weight and keep it off. You don't need to diet anymore. Transformation happens to you rather than from your efforts. Just imagine you're perfectly healthy and you will be. Direct your habitual self to become something greater, and you will be. Believe just like a child. Stop doubting, stop questioning, stop whining and complaining. Just believe it and change your world. Heroes of of happiness, um, they expected change, and they just speak their peace. You normalize your great health. Imagine perfect health and just reshape your life. The universe always responds to your command, and it does it every single time, every time, again and again and again. Just reimagine your life and manifest your dreams. Imagine your perfect health, wealth, and life, and it's always going to follow you. See yourself as successful and just be that. Expect those limitless and expect those sweatless victories, and they're going to follow you. The world's most successful, they've known how to attract what they want. And I'm just telling you that the power to believe and to do that, it exists within you right now and it's waiting for your authentic command not your catfish complaints create something where there'd been nothing and attract a lifestyle completely designed by you only just a few people here it is 2020 but just a few people until now until recently have known how to do this and you know what history books are filled up with their names You can right now purpose to journal your highest viewpoints every single day and review them. Do it every day and keep your thought forms as visualizations for your consciousness. Think on those positive things and go ahead and bathe your mind. Saturate your thoughts with the images of your perfect body and your wealth and joy. Set aside time every single day for those article of faith visions. And and remember that the substance of your belief is a law of attraction power. Because it's going to produce the form from the the seeds that you imagine to see. And it doesn't matter if you've experienced those desires that you're planting or not. You don't have to be an expert at anything. Your thought is the seed and your mind is the soil. You're always planting and you're always harvesting. So right now today, right now, this very moment, you are living the result of what you've been thinking about. So all you need to do is to plant and do it each day. Don't let some days come and go where you're not sowing a a seed. Plant. Do it every day. The truth of your creative genius. And that is exactly what you will begin to harvest. And like we were saying earlier, you know something? One of the most powerful things you can ever do, if you start to feel bad and you don't know why, if you start to have some negative emotions, you're not quite sure why. Start saying some good things out loud. Go get your journal that you've been working on. And start saying some of those words are things. They have substance on the quantum physical level and you're actually creating. And here's something uniquely powerful about speaking out loud is you cannot think one thing while saying another. You can't continue to have negative thoughts while speaking positively. It's impossible. Say some of these highest viewpoints out loud right now and pay attention to the way you feel. 
maybe you um, you might be a little jacked up right now because you've been listening to the podcast, but <laughs> just just say these out loud, and I'm telling you, your feelings will con- will continue to elevate. Say this: say I am prospering as my authentic self. I am prospering as my authentic self. What I think and what I say. What I think and what I say. And what I do. And what I do. Are in harmony. Are in harmony. I am only who I am. I'm only who I am. Now and always. Now and always. Eternally. Eternally. Easily. Easily. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. Powerfully. Powerfully. Successful. Successful. I live authentically. I live authentically. The universe is manifesting what I believe. The universe is manifesting what I believe. So I choose to believe. So I choose to believe. The genius. Of me. The genius of me. I live my life unapologetically. I live my life unapologetically. Because I'm not living. Because I'm not living. By the expectations of others. By the expectations of others. I am true to myself. I am true to myself. I absolutely love this present feeling. I absolutely love this present feeling. Of being my most authentic self. Of being my most authentic self. I enjoy being different. I enjoy being different. I enjoy speaking with authority. I enjoy speaking with authority. I enjoy being free from negative judgments and influencers. I enjoy being free from negative judgments and influencers. All is well. All is well. Wow. Wow. All I had to do. All I had to do was to stop catfishing me. <laughs> was to stop catfishing me. I've done that. I've done that. Because the real me. Because the real me is actually so good. Is actually so good. It has to be true. It has to be true. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm like, go, Megan. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> I got goose pimples. <laughs> I love it. Goose pimples. I feel pretty good. You know, but you right before the the affirmation there, you just made such a great point that hey, you know what? If you need a good affirmation, grab your journal. It's got a hundred of them in there. There's one for every day. If you just need a good affirmation, or you can just pull up any podcast, scrub to the end of it, and say the affirmation with us. There are affirmations right. galore <laughs> and you're everywhere. Talking the, the journal that we have on our website. The, yes. Uh, it's a Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal, and it's full of affirmations yeah. and teachings each day. And you just choose the day you're going to start. And mm-hmm. my advice is, that people ask this all the time, can you just start and stop? I say, no. Once you start this, you're yeah. going to do it for 100 days. But you know what? It's going to transform the rest of your life. You will habitually yes. carry this thing with you because what are you doing? You're developing your articles of faith, your convictions for living, your convictions for being here that are centered on and uh, that come right out of the tabernacle of your purpose that you were born with. Well, and there's such a momentum to the journal. So you start at day one and it's literally taking you in my mind to level 100. So you want that momentum to to be maintained every single day. And we hear from people all the time, you know, hey, I tried manifesting using my words and my thought forms and it just didn't work for me. But you know what? This is the journal for people that feel like they don't know how to manifest. If you really think that you can't manifest something, get the journal because by that 100 days, you're manifesting something. You can change your physical body. You can. You really can. I mean, you really can. You, oh, you can yeah. get rid of disease, sickness, and physically yeah. change your, you, whatever it is you choose to do. It's the yes. most powerful, amazing oh, thing. We've, ha- we've heard from people who have lost, you know, 50, 60 pounds. I mean, yep. work, working this manifestation process. It's really exciting. Isn't it fun to see change, positive change actually show up in your life? <laughs> it feels Gra- so good. Grab one and, and I'll put you to the test and it's a challenge. Grab one, change your life, come out to one of our Mastering the Universe workshops and share your testimony, be a witness to others and how mm. amazing I like that kinetic belief is and the law of attraction Can works I get a witness I yeah. like it <laughs> well this has been wonderful uh yeah kineticbelief.com don't forget to follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon um this has been a very cool cool episode and, and I had no idea what you're gonna talk about so <laughs> who knows <laughs> who, who knows but I love where we got with the uh, stop catfishing yourself. Be authentic. Live that life. It's it's the most sustainable version there is. I got to say, this is so much fun, especially since we went to dailies doing the podcast. Oh, it yeah. has been just what a supercharged. What a, yeah, supercharged. Looking forward to tomorrow's too. Absolutely. Well, thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Yeah. Bye.